Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is our weekly buzz version. In this show, we give you the latest news in the e-commerce world. We have interviews with people that you need to hear from and give you training tips of the week that are meant to be serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And today we actually don't have much as far as the way of news goes. Uh, I think last week, I'm actually recording this a day early as you guys uh, can see. Uh, we recorded last week pretty late because we were updating you all on the uh, what went down at Amazon Unboxed. But because of the Halloween weekend and the short turnaround and Unboxed, there is just almost all crickets out there in the Amazon and Walmart uh, space. But I do have one new story I'm going to give you guys. Uh, I have uh, some special features that I'm going to be giving you uh, where I'm going to give you some top free tips on how you who are Helium 10 members uh, can be using some underutilized tools and functions. Um, you know, if you're already paying for Helium 10, these are stuff you don't even have to pay extra for. And a lot of you guys are sleeping on it and it can mean money in your wallet. So we're gonna go over that. We're gonna have uh, another training tip of the week from Carrie. Um, and we've got some other features as well. Uh, first of all, let's go ahead and hop right into the news. Now, our first article is actually from uh, CNBC, and this is an interesting article, I thought. It's entitled, Chinese Tech Giants Push Into U.S., Europe and Europe's market sets a potential clash with Amazon. So basically, the you know kind of TLDR is Pinduoduo and TikTok owner ByteDance has launched international cross-border e-commerce websites in the last few months, uh, aiming to take a crack at selling Chinese products to foreign buyers. All right. So uh, what ByteDance did was they launched a fashion website called If You and Pinduoduo started an e-commerce site called Timu and they sell items uh, from sports to electronics. Now, it, it's very interesting because we see this push now for some Chinese companies to kind of crack the U.S. and American marketplaces, perhaps to take a little chunk out of uh, Amazon's stranglehold on the industry. Now, the uh, ByteDance one that they, they launched, the uh, If You, it's actually only shipping right now to U.K., Spain, Italy, Germany, and France. Uh, they want to replicate the success of, I don't know how to pronounce this, but Shein the, is a Chinese fast fashion brown that is now worth $100 billion dollars and actually has a large customer base in the U.S. So uh, more and more Chinese companies are looking to crack the uh, U.S. e-commerce market. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago with, with some some job postings that TikTok was putting on that you know might seem to indicate that they might be opening up fulfillment centers. So I'm just curious what you guys think, you know, like, are you like, hey, the more marketplaces, the merrier. Um, I'll go ahead and sell in that marketplace or do you think that this might take a little bit uh, of sales away from your your bread and butter, your Amazon or Walmart businesses? Something to something to you know keep an eye on. The other new story is just kind of like a, a reminder uh, that in a couple of days we have a very special uh, webinar that we are doing where Kevin King is going to give us fifty one of his latest hacks and strategies. All right, Kevin King's known for his really cool uh, hacks and and he's got some really cool ones that have to do with everything from AI. Um, generated artwork and pictures and just a whole bunch of different strategies that are very actionable that you guys will be able to apply to your Amazon uh, businesses. So if you guys want to uh, make sure to register for that, go to h10.me forward slash hacks, h10.me forward slash hacks. You do not want to miss this. There's also something, I don't know if I can spoil it too much, but there's also something we're going to be releasing that's coming soon 
that is like hashtag game changer, hashtag revolutionary, uh, something that's really going to help you with, um, how can I put this? Oh, let me, let me just say your, your keyword research game. You know, you think that helium 10 has already done it all when it comes to keyword research. No, there's actually something, uh, more that is coming that I think you guys are really going to, uh, like. All right, in a couple minutes, uh, we've got some really, really cool strategies, like I said, that's gonna put money in your pocket. While I was filming this, like literally while I was filming it, I just made the Helium 10 account 20 bucks in five seconds, and let me show you how easy it is to do that. But before we get into that, I'm actually here in the Philippines recording this. As you can see, I'm not in my studio, so we're just gonna have a brief, quick interview with uh, a couple employees who are behind the scenes here at, at Helium 10, who are doing the podcast. So first up, we've got uh, Mel. Mel, go ahead and come join us here. So Mel, uh, how long have you been working at, at Helium 10? Actually longer than me. Yeah, I've been working for in Helium 10 for around five years already. Five years, five years. Now, what did you do when you first uh, came to the company? Yeah, I came into um, for content production and social media. So you were like the one uploading the AMPM podcast, uh, you know, YouTube and things like that. And then basically, uh, Later, long story short, you know, Mel became my, my assistant here because uh, I'm, I'm very forgetful <laughs> and disorganized sometimes. So, so uh, we were like, I need help. Uh, and then now, Mel, what, what is, you know, one of your main jobs? Yeah, I handle uh, the production of the Serious Sellers podcast and the AMPM podcast. Yeah, so Mel is the one actually behind the scenes. He's scheduling the guests and he actually edits it. You know, like a lot of these episodes we record are like 45, 50 minutes long. And then what Mel does is he listens to it and 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 cuts out my bs you know sometimes if i'm saying a bunch of nonsense and and he'll cut it down and and really you know make it nice and concise to get the best points out of it and then he gives it to our production manager um who who actually goes and produces it and uh, it's a big responsibility you know it takes takes a lot, a lot of time but you know we we those of you you know th those who work at helium 10 you know definitely have growth you know so he started out as social media became a uh, you know my assistant and then now he's actually the producer or the editor for the most listened to Amazon podcast in the world. So Mel, thank you very much for your help. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, one more face that you guys need to know is Nico. Nico has only been uh, at the company for, he just hit his one year. And now Nico, what, what do you, uh, what is your job with the podcast? Um, yeah. So I'm the one who's creating the transcripts and uploading the podcast as well. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, who may, may not like to listen to the podcast or watch the podcast, they actually read the podcast. The first time I heard it, I was like, what? Yeah, like we read the transcript. So for those of you who want to go to like what, uh, you know, the website to actually read the transcript as opposed to listening to it, uh, you know, Nico is doing all the transcriptions. And so for example, like a recent episode is 385. So if you go to h10.me forward slash 385, uh, you can listen to the podcast on that page, but if you scroll down, it actually has the full transcript so you can read the podcast if you want. Now, what is your specialty before you came to uh, Helium 10? Yeah, so my specialty before I came to Helium 10 is being a server administrator. So I, I heavily transitioned to some to, to this current stuff. Yeah, so we, we, we teach new things here at Helium 10, you know, regardless of which office, you know, work in. So anyways, Nico, thank you for your help with the, the podcast. All right, so, you know, really quick, I just want to give, you know, th there's a lot of people behind the scenes, guys. This podcast is not just me. Um, there, there's, you know, people like David who do the the uh, the graphics and, and there's other people who do the video like Andre and stuff. So it's really a team effort here. And so was, I thought it would be kind of cool to see a couple 
uh, people behind the scenes uh, while I'm here in the uh, in the Philippines. Now, let's go ahead and um, in a couple minutes, I'm going to give you guys my top strategies. But first, we've got something new uh, about brand analytics that came out in the last couple of months at Helium 10 that Kerry's going to make sure that you guys know how to use. Kerry, take it away. In this video, I want to show you some of the latest information that we have in Cerebro and Magnet, and that is we have brand analytics data. So now you no longer have to go back and forth from Helium 10 to Seller Central to look at the brand analytics. We've imported all that information for you so that you can see it all in one place. Now, in order to see this information, you have to actually have brand analytics. So you have to be brand registered. And the second thing is you have to have your Helium 10 account connected to Seller Central so that we can pull in this information for you. Otherwise, it won't show in these columns, but for those of you who are brand registered and have your account connected, this video is definitely for you. So I'll go ahead and I'll share my screen. So I went ahead and did a search for a bunch of different ASINs for collagen peptides, okay? Um, and so if you scroll down here, we can see these two columns that are new and it's the click share and the conversion share. So there's a lot of different ways that you can interpret this information, but one of the ways is, you know, for example, like we've got collagen powder. Okay. The top three ASINs that are clicked on this, um, are going to be in this little, uh, graph here. So you actually can see that the top three ASINs get about 40% of the click share. And it looks like vital proteins is pretty much winning that. So the top three ASINs get 47% of the clicks for collagen powder. Okay. So um, the interesting thing is they only get about 28% of the conversion share. So, um, there's a, a few different ways that you can think about this is that, you know, maybe they're, they're lacking in some way that for their conversion share, their photos maybe aren't that great. Maybe they, um, you know, need to add some bullet points and some more descriptive info. Maybe they need to add a video. So what you can do is you can click in here and see more of a breakdown. You can see that this one gets the majority of the, the click share and the conversion share. So. These are, this one's the same product. Um, so it could be just a variation, but then this one is only, only getting, you know, 7% of the click share and 7% of the conversion share. So you could figure out, you know, by putting these maybe in listing analyzer, you can see, compare them and you can actually run listing analyzer from here, but, uh, you can copy these ASINs as well and compare them in listing analyzer to see, you know, maybe there's something in their listing that's going on that, you know, you know, one's doing better than the other. So you can see that. Um, but in terms of conversion share, you could say, okay, if you're looking for products, um, you know, this particular thing, okay, it's, it's competitive, but it looks like they're not really getting all the conversion share. So maybe I can go in and get a piece of the pie there and, um, you know, make my listing better or, you know, make my offer better or something so that I can, you know, convert higher than these particular products are doing. So, um, Another thing is, is that, you know, if the conversion share on the flip side is really, really high, um, for example, this is higher. So 85% higher, uh, is higher than the actual click share, then they're really good at converting. So that could be a potentially competitive niche, or, you know, you could look into it further. You could look on those listings and maybe those are the only particular products that are being offered. Um, so there, that's why they're converting is, you know, that's the only offerings on that keyword. So there's a lot of different ways that you can you know, potentially interpret this information. But my favorite thing to do is, you know, making this click into the graph so you can see over time, you know, who the winners are and you can see their click share, the actual products that are the top clicked ASINs and their click and conversion share for each month. So this is just amazing information that you can utilize. Now, um, you, we do have filters up here if you wanted to see the, um, you know, the top three ASINs. So if you wanted to see 
someone that's getting, you know, a good amount of the conversion share. Uh, so they're getting a minimum of, let's say a minimum of 75% of the conversion share um, and a maximum of, you know, 50% of the conversion share. So you can see, okay, maybe this, you know, particular product, I could jump in there on that keyword. So you can see like, for example, collagen peptides powder for women. Uh, this came up. So they've got a 92% click share, but only 50% of the conversion share. So something is clearly going wrong here with these listings. And you can click in, you can see what these listings exactly are. And you can see maybe why, maybe they're not geared towards women. Maybe you can gear your listing towards women and show how the benefits are better for women and you can capitalize on this. So um, it's really quite interesting to take a deeper dive into this information. You can use the filters to find more information. And I think this is going to be really, really helpful for you to find kind of those low hanging fruit keywords where other competitors are really missing the mark and they're not converting. You can figure out why they're not converting and you can go in there and win the bid. So um, it's a really great tool. And again, it's all in one place now. You don't have to go back and forth between Helium 10 and Seller Central. So check this tool out and let us know what you think. All right. Thank you for that, Carrie. Uh, along those lines, you know, that's that's definitely a, a tip that's probably kind of uh, underused at Helium 10 because it's new. You know, people don't realize that you even have access to brand analytics out there. So now I'll, I'm going to give you guys some of my top tips that are free. The, the tips are free, but to use it is free um, as well so that you can be getting the most out of your Helium 10 subscription. So the first thing I want to talk about is is inventory management. All right. This is something that a lot of people have been sleeping on, but we've got full inventory management, you know, at the different levels of Helium 10, uh, Platinum, Diamond and Elite, where it not only can tell you if you need to reorder your products, but it'll tell you when you need to transfer units like from your 3PL to Amazon. You can see that this one I need to transfer over. It'll tell you when you're going to you need to transfer it over. It manages your local 3PL inventory. It tells you how much you have, you know, on the way you can actually cut POs directly from inventory management. You can create transfer shipments in seller central right here in inventory management. And there's a lot of advanced algorithms. It's not like, for example, just based on your seven day sales or 14 day sales. You can actually have it base be based on that. But uh, I suggest using one of our advanced algorithms that takes into consideration seasonality and different trends like that uh, when you're uh, forecasting your inventory. So guys, if you're already paying for Helium 10, go into inventory management, activate it for your SKUs that you want to activate it on and start making sure that you have the right amount of inventory on hand at all times. As, as you guys can see lately, what's been happening is, is Amazon has been cutting back on a lot of people's, uh, storage space. And so if you weren't keeping a tight grip on your inventory, you could be screwed, you know, if that, if that happens. So make sure to be using inventory matchup. Uh, another tool I want to talk about right now is follow-up. All right. Now in follow-up, this is what you can do to automate your review requests. Now, I think a lot of people under have understood we've always had follow-up and you can make custom emails, but the thing that people don't understand is that you can actually automate the Amazon review request. All right. To do that, you hit create automation from scratch inside of follow-up. And from there, you're going to be able to go ahead and say, Hey, I want this review request sent to customers. X days after they receive the order, but only if it's this SKU or only if it's in this marketplace or only if the order value is below this or only if it's a repeat order um, or, you know, exclude orders that were refunded, like all these custom things. But that is the Amazon review request. 
a lot of people I think don't use follow-up because they're like, oh, you know what? I don't feel confident in me making custom emails. Like I think Amazon's gonna flag me and block me. So I just wanna use the Amazon request review. Guys, this is the Amazon request review, all right? It's in follow-up. You don't have to worry about getting your account blocked. If you're just using the Amazon review request, you know it's 100% TOS compliant, but the 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 good thing about it, as opposed to you know Chrome extensions like we have that just you know uh, trigger it inside your Seller Central account, is you have the full customizability and the visibility of the metrics. You can see how many of these requests went out, what your review velocity is like, et cetera, et cetera. This is not something that's just for elite members. Yeah, sure, elite members have it. This is not just something for diamond members. All levels of Helium 10, Platinum and above, you guys have full access to follow-up. So if you guys are not don't have this activated, you're potentially leaving money on the table because we know how important reviews are to the success of an Amazon business. Uh, the next thing I wanna talk about is alerts, all right? Guys, I, I cannot stress this enough. You should be uh, having alerts on for almost all of your products that you're actively selling. There are so many things that could happen to a listing that could lose you money. The number one thing is probably, I mean, apart from, of course, you know, getting hijacked or, or your listing suppressed, right? You, you definitely want to get a notification about that. But one of the top things is, is also when Amazon changes your dimensions. That has cost me thousands of dollars in the past when I wasn't paying attention to alerts and I was able to get thousands of dollars back thanks to uh, looking at alerts and realizing what Amazon had done. So audit guys, audit your, um, your dimensions and see if Amazon has changed it. Make sure alerts is on so you don't have to be like me and and wait too long so that you know some money Amazon, you know, the 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 window in order to ask for reimbursement is not very uh long. It's not like indefinite. It's only like I don't know, it's like six uh, six months or three months or something like that. So if you realize something has happened to your account that Amazon messed up and it's and it's you know beyond this time frame, Amazon's not going to return your money for those things. And that's what happened to me. I got like three thousand dollars back, but it could have been five thousand if I was just watching uh, alerts more. So have that activated. Uh, a couple of interesting things just recently that's been going on with my alerts right here um, is take a look at this this coffin shelf. All right, I, I look at the event history and I could see. Um, that the product title changed. All right. So I did an AB test. And so you guys can do AB tests on your, your product title changing. And here's a big one. Uh, earlier this month or last month, Amazon was changing categories left and right. A lot of you guys experienced that. So on this date, I could see that I had an additional subcategory that Amazon actually added. Um, another thing I was doing some tests with the description. This is, this is very interesting. Uh, alerts picked it up. I was playing with this new uh, feature in Amazon that's called description number two. And very interesting. Um, it picked up in July and there is one word that indexed on it, uh, but the other one's like, I just tried it a couple times now and it has an index. So this is something to, to watch out for. But, but at the time that I made the change to the description, Amazon didn't pick it up because description field number two was not active, but thanks to alerts, I was able to see when that field went live on Amazon so that I can test if something is indexing or not in there. There's definitely gonna be more to come because I've been waiting for this description number two to actually populate on the Amazon front end. So as soon as it does, I'll let you guys know um, and then you know let you know how it works for, uh, for indexing. Now, one interesting thing about alerts is if you have it on, what's gonna happen? Like all of these things, I, I got reviews, uh, something was out of stock, my title change, my price change, right? If I am tracking this in alerts, in listing analyzer, 
now it's going to track it. So I, I put right here, I know you guys are listening to this podcast. Um, you know, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you, you might not be able to visualize this, but, but I went into listing analyzer and I added the coffin shelf and that's all I'm looking at. And as you see here in the sales overview, I have when these alerts happen. All right. So right here on October 3rd, I can see, I'm going to actually go back and, and look at the last 60 days. All right. On October 3rd is when I changed the title and you could see that it didn't have too much. I mean, if anything, my sales actually went down, you know, this was a test I was doing where, Hey, if I make a shorter title, will the Amazon algorithm reward me at all? I mean, if anything, my sales actually went down. Um, after that overall, as you can see here, but you see those alerts, they're plotted on this graph. So every time something happens in alerts, it's plotted on this sales graph. So you can see what happened. Here's another thing that, that happened right on this alert or on this date, October 16, I did a test because one of the other coffin shelf, uh, had raised their price. So what I did was I raised the price of our coffin shelf by $2. And for the last two weeks, I've been monitoring it and you could clearly see here, the sales overall was down. I even had a zero sale day recently on this coffin shelf. So what did I do um, right here? I raised the price to 28.97. I mean, I literally did this 15 minutes ago, guys, and the alert already came up in Helium 10 and it's already on this graph. So we're gonna be testing it from this day on. Do my sales pick back uh, up to the early October when I had the different, uh, the different price point there. So guys, this is all, you know, this is not something that's uh, only available to certain levels of helium 10. I mean, you guys have access to listing builder. Even if you have a platinum plan, you guys have access to alerts, get in there, guys, activate alerts for your different products, because this could save you tons of money. It could also give you insights when you're doing uh, a B testing. Another thing that people don't use enough is the boost in keyword tracker. All right. So boost is this button here on the left-hand side that is like a rocket ship. And what that does is it allows you to check 24 times a day in different browsing locations, your ranks. Now, one thing that happens on Amazon sometimes is called the Amazon search shuffle. All right. The Amazon search shuffle is when you see like a Richter scale of um, ranks and where Amazon is doing experiments or who knows what they're doing. Right. But you know, in one location or one browser, you might be ranked, you know, unranked. And in another browser, you're like on page one. And some people think, Oh, Hey, you know, keyword tracker has some kind of mistake because it's not showing my rank in the correct place and, and they don't have boost on. And what's happening is if you don't have boost on, we're only checking once a day, which is actually still you know better than most other keyword trackers out there, but it's only checking one location at one time of the day. And that's it, right? Um, or one location, one browser, whatever browsing scenario. But when boost on it's checking 24 different ones. All right. Uh, throughout the day. So like, take a look at coffin shelf, for example, here, um, I had boost on, you know, for the last few weeks. And then you'll see at the beginning of October rank was fairly steady. All right. It wasn't, you know, rank always kind of fluctuates a little bit between like three and five positions, but look what happened you know, starting in the middle of October ranks started going every all over the place. There was one browsing scenario where the coffin shelf was ranked 51 on the coffin shelf page. And then like an hour later when we checked, it was like 15. So this is called the Amazon search shuffle ASS for short. This doesn't happen across the board, but guys put boost on for 10 days right? By hitting this rocket ship and see if you are suffering from the Amazon search shuffle. And if that has had an effect on your page 
views and sessions, which again is available in Helium 10. So take a look at that, guys. Um, let me look at some other keywords here if we are experiencing that. Uh, let's go to here to Coffin or let's go to Goth Shelf. All right, Goth Shelf. And then let's look at, look at this search shuffle, guys. Th th I mean, this is crazy what's been going on. Look at this. Th this says since o the beginning of October, the ranks are going all over the place um, on Goth Shelf. But if I were to go back earlier, you see here, I uh, hope you guys can see this, but I did not have boost on over here. So could this have been happening? It could have been happening, but it just didn't realize it over here because I was not checking. Here is another time when I had boost on, all right? Or I actually, I didn't have boost on, but the rank was pretty uh, steady right here. But you guys can see the, the, the huge difference when there's an Amazon search shuffle happening. Uh, the next thing, guys, is refund genie. Um, all right, the, the, you can see if you have money owed to you, if you have a platinum account, but it takes a diamond account to actually download this. You know, I don't do as much as I used to FBA here in the uh, Project X account, but I literally just did this uh, about 15 minutes ago when I was preparing for this call. I downloaded this report that Amazon gave me on October 22nd of a lost, and it was only one refundable item for $30.57. Now, this does not mean that it's guaranteed that Amazon's going to pay me back. Sometimes Amazon will find an excuse in order not to pay me back. You know, like maybe, maybe, uh, they just refunded me or something like that. Like in the last week, you know, this is from October 22nd, but anyways, right before I started, I pushed record, I went into seller central. And then what you do is you hit need more help. But, but, but first of all, guys, I, I downloaded this report. Let me just show you what it looks like. I downloaded the report of the FNs of the FN SKU and the SKU that was lost. And then I went into Seller Central and then I hit get support under need more help and I hit selling on Amazon. And then what I hit was, hey, uh, uh, reimbursement for lost inventory. That's all you need to do. Just, just one really quick uh, statement right there and then hit continue. And then it says right here, inventory damage in FBA warehouse. That would be something else that um, the Helium 10 refund genie shows you. But in this case, it was lost. So I hit inventory lost in FBA warehouse, hit continue. And then all it does is say, hey, enter the FN SKU. And that's what I did right here. I entered the FN SKU of this lost inventory that refund genie gave me. Within seconds, guys, it said, you know what? Yep, this is reimbursable. We're going to process it. Allow four to five days for the reimbursement to be put to your account. So there was only one thing that Amazon lost like in the last month or so for me. But if you're a bigger seller than their Project X account um, and you haven't run this guy's run refund genie, who knows how much money out there Amazon might owe you. Um, and so that's if you have a diamond plan or above, you've got free access to download those reports from uh, refund genie. So make sure to do that. Um, all right, guys, I hope you enjoyed uh, this special episode live from Manila, Philippines. Uh, maybe next week uh, I'll be back into my office. We'll see. Um, shout out to all the great uh, Helium 10 members and Amazon sellers and Amazon staff I got to meet recently in the Amazon Singapore and Amazon Vietnam event. That was a lot of fun. And next up for me is Japan. So I'm going to have a meetup this Saturday in Japan. If you guys are in the Tokyo area, uh, make sure to you know send me a shout out and, and we'll I'll give you the details on that. But thank you guys for joining us this episode. Don't forget, once again, sign up for tomorrow's webinar, h10.me forward slash hacks. Uh, Kevin King is going to bring some bangers to you guys. Thanks a lot. And we'll see you in the next week to see what's buzzing. Bye-bye.